This is the part of the year that my grandmother, my father's mother, called the dog days of summer, the hot, sultry days of mid-August. I associated the phrase dog days with the 1963 Nat King Cole hit, Roll Out Those Lazy, Hazy, Crazy Days of Summer. I don't know about crazy, but hazy and lazy they were. They were also fleeting. August 15th, for us, marked the beginning of the end of the summer vacation. School began the third week of August. But the solemnity of the Assumption, for all intents and purposes, also marked the end of our brief northern summer. 450 miles north of Chicago, there was already a hint of fall in the air. The first snowfall often came as early as the beginning of October, when, as Samuel Taylor Coleridge wrote in one of his poems, the frost performs its secret ministry unhelped by any wind. These impressions formed the architecture of my mental universe when it came to celebrating this feast day. It was the knowledge of things coming to an end before something new could begin. I didn't know it then, but I was already thinking theologically. There is a word in our vocabulary, our theological vocabulary, for what I'm describing. It's called eschatology. It deals with the last things, heaven, hell, death, judgment, and the resurrection of the dead at the end of the world as we know it. Now, it may sound like an exaggerated claim to say that the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary has anything to do with eschatological realities, and this is because Marian teachings and feast days are often viewed today as peripheral to and not intimately linked with the central doctrines of the faith, like the Trinity, the Incarnation, the nature of man, our redemption through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. But in fact, Marian doctrines lie at the center of our faith because they tell us what Catholic faith is, how it is expressed in the liturgy, and how it is lived out in daily life. The assumption of the Mother of God, body and soul into heaven, teaches us that the renewal and transfiguration of the cosmos accomplished by the death and resurrection of her Son has already begun to produce its first effects in her. Simply put, the Virgin's assumption is the dawning of the new creation that is breaking into our death-bound world. And we experience the dawning of this new creation every time we celebrate the liturgy. The fact that her assumption is bodily supports our faith that there will be for us a resurrection from the dead that will encompass the whole person. We're not meant to be disembodied spirits floating on clouds for all eternity. And this reveals the uniqueness and worth of the human body from womb to tomb, the goodness of God's creation, and the knowledge that the church on earth is joined by an invisible communion of saints who care for us, pray for us, and intercede for us. These are the dog days of summer. The phrase might conjure up hot and sultry days, but the phrase describes the rising of Sirius, the dog star in the constellation Canis Major, the brightest star just above the horizon at dawn and below Orion on the southeastern sky. It's the first hint of the changing season. 
And this is perhaps a good analogy for today's solemnity. The assumption is the light from another world breaking into our time-bound, death-bound world, reminding us that we are saved in time and space and in a human body. And in a human body, we are destined for eternity like the mother of the Lord. <laughs>